Blog Talk Radio. I don't know what you had in mind, but here we stand on opposing sides. Let's go to war. Let's go to war! Wrestling Authority Radio, with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load, wrestling fans, it's time for war! Howdy, folks. Welcome to another loaded edition of Wrestling Authority Radio. You are live in the ER. My name is Citizen Sean David. I am joined by my co-host with the most. The Dean of, the dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, and we've got one in queue there, Sean. Uh, you so want to take care of that? And I, you want to take care of that, and I will tell everybody what we've got going on tonight? Uh, tonight, we are going to be joined... Isaacs from uh, pa- Paragon Pro Wrestling, excuse me, will be joined in just a little while by J.B. Brown um, from Central Virginia Professional Wrestling. We're going to be joined by Crime Fighter, who is going to have some news. This is Malone-Michael Elgin situation, as well as a little bit more news on the NWL closing in Missouri. And we'll be joined at some point by Freak or Randon Root or somebody from Rampage Championship Wrestling to talk about their huge event this past weekend. Um, we'll hopefully be joined by Crusher Kanoff. And we will hopefully be joined by uh, Paul Eubanks. So going to be a loaded show tonight. I don't know where Katie is. Uh, I think she's watching the end of the game. So uh, I see that we have Royce Isaacs with us. I'm gonna let go. I'm gonna let JB go ahead until Crime Fighter gets here, Steve. All right, all right. So and then we'll double right, back. Well, I'll tell you what. Then let's 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 introduce him right now because uh, it's been a while since we talked to him, and uh, the last time we actually had him on, uh, his uh, manager at the time uh, gave us a first by uh, ordering drive-through. While we were on the air, <laughs> that's one of those classic moments. But uh, he is Royce, and you spell that last name I S double A C, and put a dollar sign on the end because he's money. Royce Isaacs. Well, Royce, hold hey, on. What's, just... what's going on, guys? How's it going? Royce, hey. just hold on just a minute. Steve, uh, Steve, kind of goofed the way we do things here. We've got uh, we've got our promoters spotlight that we're going to do real quick we've got somebody with us that's got a show this weekend in central virginia so jb tell us all about it real quick yes uh this saturday uh in spotswood high school we're having a wrestling show um it's going to be a great show it's going to be an honor of uh two legends that's passed away this uh this week so uh i want to dedicate the show that 
the legends that are still here and then it has gone, so it's going to be a great show. Um, and also, and everything, it's going to be a great show this Saturday. So this, and also, it's going to be in there, too. So it's going to be a, uh, a, 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 a double event. A double so, I mean, it's going to be a great match. Absolutely. And I saw you got a new kendo stick in the mail, so um, yes. hopefully you'll get to put that to some good use. Oh yes, I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that real good. So either you know, either I do a, either a baseball with wire or something, something different. So I'm gonna use that. So they don't call me hardcore for nothing. So yeah, got that today. So I'm happy about that. So. All right. Yeah. Well, JB, stick with us if you can. If you can, I understand. Yeah. Um, we're gonna keep, keep yeah, the ball okay. rolling. I do want to come back to you um, if we get a chance to. So just hold tight if you can. And uh, let's go to Crime Fighter now, Royce. Uh, we've got a little bit of an interruption tonight. We've got some news we got to cover here real quick. Um, okay. So we're going to go to Crime Fighter. Um, Crime Fighter is going to tell us uh, a little bit more about why NWL closed. Um, if, if there's any more details on that, and then there's more on the Moses Malone Michael Elgin situation. That is the story that never seems to stop giving. Tell me about it. Yeah, I had to call in straight away because I had stuff to do the rest of this evening. I've got somebody over here, and we're exchanging well, quite a ton of real video. Life um, real life happened. First, uh, National Wrestling League got closed on April the 12th, about two days before they were going to do the grand opening of their new um, uh, training and performance center in North Kansas City. Um, Missouri Wrestling Revival, the website, uh, has a couple of articles they posted this week. Uh, one uh, on NWL Grand Opening and then the uh, Life and Death of NWL. Um, the author uh, doesn't say they're both authored by the same person, but Rick Murphy wrote one of the articles. The other, I don't know who wrote the other one. That's not, uh, that was written by Brian Hoops. Okay. Um, pictures of the Performance Center, they kind of thought that the way that the place looked, that it was going to be possibly the Missouri's version of the ECW Arena. Um, wow. Kind of, yeah. You know, I mean, look at these uh, pictures. I mean, they've got the, the masthead on one side. There's bleachers and seating and guardrails around the ring. I mean, it looks state-of-the-art to me. Um yeah, the, the promotion survived about four, uh, 15 months. Um, Weston got out, was um, or had sold off a um, data processing for some sort of um, computer IT firm and collected okay. several million dollars or somewhere around $15 million for it when he sold it. Um, he had wanted to find, he wanted to get into sports in some form, like either professional baseball or professional wrestling or college football. Obviously, the first football and baseball were not going to be options because of, uh, well, there's only so many baseball teams, and you know how much money it costs to uh, own a baseball team. Billions, which is just a millionaire, not billionaire. Um, so... I guess the last days it uh, appeared that um, he wasn't just doing 
investing in a wrestling company. He had investments in real estate and the stock market. And you know, in the last couple of months, the stock market has uh, fallen back quite a bit. And um, I think the uh, real estate, there's like exoduses from one state, state one state to another. Um, of course, Illinois has had quite an exodus in uh, people to uh, neighboring states where the taxes aren't um, as high or uh, or the uh, state is much better run than our sorry state of Illinois. So when he was losing money in real estate and the stock market, he had to cut something and it ended up being the wrestling, his uh, wrestling company. I think a lot of people were hoping that uh, there, he was going to do it. It was just like, we're just going to have our final show and just have a blowout. Instead, um, the uh, show in Joplin, Missouri on April the 7th ended up being the final one. Okay. Well, and I don't, think, I don't think they knew that going into it. Well, yeah, less than the uh, Mercy commented that is kind of impulsive, and there's no, let's say, um, there's no wind down. It's like I'm jumping and doing this like now, and I'm not going to like wind it down or kind of um, have some sort of graceful exit. He just like snapped his fingers and we're done. Right. Um, well, and it's sad that NWL closed, but uh, Metro Pro is coming back to Kansas City, and SLA is coming back to St. Louis, filled. Um, yeah, they which were. Which will be the good thing. Matt Jackson slash Pierre Avenatti was the manager of the uh, St. Louis side of uh, NWL. Chris Gow was the manager of um, the Kansas City side of NWL. And they're still around, and they have with Weston stepping away. Um, he's going to uh, they um, stepping back in to uh, revive uh, the promotions that were running before they uh, sold their organization to Weston. Became members of the NWL, so here we are. Here we are. As, as back here. Back here. Again. I'm hearing myself here. Okay. Yeah, and who's loudly typing on this airspace? Yes. They do go through a list of items where things things that could have been done differently, such as trying to face champion, the NWI was tough. Um, Somehow they said, or it would accidentally sound like NWO instead of NWL. I got a, uh, somebody jump in my lap. What's the computer on my lap here? <sighs> Sorry about that. Um, Bill wrestles up prior to them coming in. Um, they seem to be overly choosy about re- media representation. Weston pairing with wrestlers seemed to have been a mistake because Weston is a very tall person and sometimes taller than taller than most of his talent, except for maybe um, Jack Foster slash Dirty Jake Durden. Um, they seemed unsure as to who the target audience was, and 
seemingly they did too much on online and not enough on, um, I guess, print. Um, they, there was things they didn't get credit for, uh, full credit for. They had incredible promotional campaigns where they'd have a theme. Um, the wrestler entrance music, most of it, about all of it was original, and they put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, they had the ability to adapt, creativity. Um, they also listed um, the top ten uh, highlights, and I go on to the uh, Missouri Wrestling Revival website to read through these articles. One was dated the 19th. The other is dated um, uh the 24th yesterday, uh, MissouriWrestlingRevival.com. Any comments? Anybody? Are you there? I do not hear myself here. Hello. Okay, are we all right? All right, Sean, can you hear me? Sean, Katie, JB, is there anybody there? Yes, yes, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, okay. Microphone, sweet girl. All right, okay, there we go. All right, hold on. Let's see. Oh, okay, all right, all right, there we go. Okay, Crimey, you're back in, man. I don't know what's going on. We were having some uh, major oh, tech issues. Crimey just left. What did I? No, he's right here. Yeah, I hung up and called back in because I couldn't hear him. Okay, no problem. Thought. No problem. I see you. I see did you. Did I get cut off? Human error, sweetheart. Human error. Trying to find out where I was before I before I disappeared for a moment. Okay, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. here. Fine. Yeah, let's see, because we're going to talk about. Uh, well, I was trying to find my place to get back in case I was cut off and you didn't hear everything I said. Yeah. Uh, so, well, let's get let's get into let's get into the Elgin case real quick because uh, there's been more there's been more stuff that's gone down on that uh, since the last time we talked. Yes. Um, let me get through. I've got. I typed out a list of the stuff I've got here. Um, yeah, and Moses Malone, and I'm I'm done calling her that because Moses, the real yeah. Moses Malone, is Call her by her legend. real name, this, Molly Woodford. Yeah, um, I think it's an insult to uh, the real Moses Malone, yeah, is. which is He's a famous a great basketball, basketball player. player. <laughs> So here's what's come up. Okay, we stop the evil background noise. Yeah, your truck. Okay, if uh, I have to turn down my hockey game, if I have to turn down my hockey game, I'm not having any any background noise or anything on this airspace. Okay, that was something. That's something on JB's end. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Kramer. Okay, so some of the things that have been uncovered, the um, 
we knew about the GoFundMe. Um, there was a GoFundMe that where uh, Moses or Molly, let's just call her Mo, either way, requested money to help her get back on her feet. She raised nearly $800, but when the money was transferred to her account, it was immediately garnished uh, by the credit union, and her account was closed. We believe the money. Oh, went that explains that. We believe the money went judgment to Asset Acceptance LLC, which is a collection agency in which she was sued in 2009, and uh, <coughs> the default judgment was entered Um The judgment was nearly for um, $1,100. Uh, screenshots were uncovered where this had happened. And the uh, judgment has not been satisfied yet because it all did something less than $700 on this or just barely over half of it in this case. The uh, judge's okay. question is still open. The um, uh, Mo has yet to hire any legal representation despite raising over $3,000 for it. Um, she had a time extension granted to f- help her find a lawyer. She has decided that she's going to be her own lawyer, claiming it's difficult to find one who can debate the case because every lawyer she talked to came and believed any attorney would have even pushed this case to litigation. I have a hard time believing this. Um, I mean, sh- if she truly believes that this is an open and shut case, I mean, uh, she thinks a lawyer isn't necessary. Um, with everything that's been covered the last week or so, I mean, yeah, it's going to be well, maybe an open and shut case, but Moses Malone shot herself in the foot, and in actuality, shot blew off both her legs. Yeah, didn't shoot, didn't just shoot herself in the foot. She blew off both her legs off her waistline. So I, although with the judgment, I kind of wonder if um, her uh, GoFundMe money for the legal representation has been garnished, but I don't know that. But that's that starts to be a real possibility now with that other information that had been uncovered. Um, any comments? No, it just it just you know it just Not keeps. Really turning into you know it's like it's like a it's like a three ring circus that doesn't stop well here's more people are questioning what she's done with the money i think a few people have claimed that she used it to adopt a dog because she posted a picture of herself with a dog saying this is my lawyer uh sean orleans he has reemerged on twitter and posted the statement Imagine a lie that takes hold of your life for more than a year and causes great stress to you, your family, your friends, your significant other, your coworkers, etc. Yeah, imagine that. And we find out there's um, several text screenshots uncovered of Mo trying to contact Orleans after the incident. Orleans did not respond to them, and this was like going on for weeks after the alleged assault, which is kind of odd for someone that claimed they couldn't socialize for six months, 
like, okay, this person assaulted you. Why are you trying to attack them? I mean, contact them for weeks. That doesn't make any sense, considering her public statements. Um, there was an anonymous tip given to, um, and by the way, all this information has been uncovered by uh, Lama of Truth on Twitter. Um, yeah. Anonymous tip was made where uh, finding out that Mo at the time did have a roommate. So it was not just Orleans coming to visit her. She had a roommate and described him as strange. And apparently this individual, whoever it was, allegedly sexually assaulted um, Mo as well within two weeks of the alleged Orleans assault. But she didn't report it to the police either. Uh, the lawsuit response, which Malone wrote, um, she stated that she didn't want Orleans to go to jail. That she, which, okay. She admitted she didn't want Orleans to go to jail, even though he assaulted her. Now we see why only seven out of a thousand sexual assaults ever result in a criminal conviction. That right there screams a, a major reason why, and it also screams a major reason why it's on the books. The law is on the books in multiple states. If there's a domestic violence call uh, or police are called to a residence for domestic violence, somebody is taken away to jail, no ifs, ands, or buts. Someone has to go, either the husband or the wife. That is on the books for that very reason. Mm-hmm. Oh. So oh. the text between Mo and Orlean showed that um, the night of the alleged assault that Malo, Mo went in company and Food that night, uh, which contradicted her previous statement that she didn't want company because she was sick uh, that night. Um, It was also confirmed that through uh, other texts that Mo had consensual sex with David Starr two months after the sexual assault following the Glory Pro event in May. Star had been quiet up until recently when he complained about the trial by Twitter, which triggered Mo and took him to a task for, I guess, turning on her. Someone from Mo's past emerged um, named uh, Scott Schaefer, stating that his cousin once dated her and he wanted him to stay away because her behavior back then was considered uh, hysteronic, narcissistic, attention-craving, Borderline personality disaster. Malone, of course, called her. Called or Woodward called her. Called him Schaefer, an alcohol abuser. Um, and with all this information going on, um, followers of uh, Lama of Truth have been uh, tagging people who had reported on the Elgin. Woodward's story, asking them what was their reaction, what they have to say about all this information. Uh, one of those people, Jerome Cousin of P.W. Ponderings, who interviewed Molly Woodward. He was questioned on reporting in the interview, and he said, oh, I have nothing to add on the Elgin situation. My reasons for doing so were clear and haven't changed, and I won't engage people who clearly have an agenda, hiding behind balance and doing all the research. Then he went to per, then proceeded says he is going to delete his Twitter app and focus on his uh, studies, which I read to he's not interested in the truth and he's crawling under his desk now that the whole narrative has blown up. 
and several other people that uh, disassociated themselves with Elgin had n- is trying to dodge making any comments about all this new information. And as far as Jerome Cussin is concerned, he has absolutely no business lecturing anybody on credibility ever again. He said that I had no credibility. Well, he has no business questioning or lecturing anybody on credibility due to his behavior regarding this situation. As far as I'm concerned, it's bloody obvious now that Michael Elgin uh, has been Duke lacrosse by the wrestling media and is an absolute embarrassment that all this stuff has been working in the shadows. Nobody except a couple of independent freelance investigators uncovered all this information, but the tried and true wrestling media did not do their job, and it's an absolute cluster. Has gotten it is just an absolute cluster, and I'm disgusted. Comments. Yeah. You know, I mean, any comments? It's just you know, there's there's really nothing that can be said. It's just, I mean, I've I've kind of gone over her Twitter and everything, and it's like, you know, oh my god. And so much is out there, and it's like it took somebody on the outside, an independent. To connect all the dots, sure. I mean, if somebody had a ton of free time to go dig through all this, they could probably put it together. But a lot of us have full-time jobs and can't spend our time. We're not getting a paycheck for um, being um, freelance investigators. I mean, yeah. That's it. So. What all it's right. taken. It's somebody so. who had a deep interest in the case that wanted to yeah. uh, dig in here, and they got in and. The stuff is still coming in fast and furious the past couple of weeks. Uh, at this point, yeah. Here's yeah. The, so actually, the best bet is to uh, um, follow up, uh, follow uh, Llama of Truth on Twitter. Um, he's also posted up some uh, YouTube videos. They're very long and extensive, so you need to have time and patience to watch to watch those. It's a half an hour. One's about ten minutes. I'm gonna film something next week uh, over the weekend and uh, go through all this information that I went over with you. So. All right. Cool. I'm all concerned. right. Well, uh, I think all the promotions that cut ties with Elgin kind of need to um, reconsider their positions, and they're gonna have to talk with their fans and say, "Hey." I know. Yeah. So, or, I know about right. the Me Too movement and. Primey, I tell you to, what. Um, I hate I to cut you. I hate to cut you, but Primey, Primey, you can't ignore Primey. that. I hate to cut you. I hate to cut you, but uh, our uh, but our main guest is on. I really want to get uh, get the time back to him. So, thanks a yeah, lot. Yeah, um, and we'll uh, have I'm back sure on Tuesday. Okay, now that eight thirty as tomorrow, it is, because right? I have company. So, thank you for having me on for this half hour. Yeah, thanks for coming out. You guys. Thank you, Primey. Bye bye. Good night, All right. Back back to back to it. Uh so yeah. uh Royce, you back, back you back with us, brother. 
I sure am. What's up, guys? Hey, not hey, much, not hey, much. So, all right. Um, so, uh, obviously, of course, you know, the last time that uh, we talked to you was back uh, when uh, Paragon was was running, and that, yep. uh, and unfortunately, uh, you know, situations just went where that, uh, you know, where that uh, didn't last. Um, so, kind of fill us in. I mean, I know some of what you've been doing, but uh, a lot of people may not have been uh, able to keep up with you here. So, uh, tell us kind of where you where you've been. Uh, off to and uh, what you've been involved in. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, when we talked, Paragon was still a thing. Obviously, that's actually long gone now. I think probably not that long after, uh, I guess, whenever we last talked. But since then, I've definitely been doing some cool stuff, keeping myself busy. Um, probably the biggest thing I've been doing, I, I've done three tours with DDT in Japan. Uh, that's DDT Pro Wrestling, which is definitely one of the uh, – the premier ones uh, over in Japan. It's it's kind of crazy. If people out there aren't familiar with it, there's a lot of crazy comedy stuff. Like I wrestled on a train, and um, I was gonna I was where, gonna say, is that the train video? Yeah. All right, we're gonna talk about that in a minute. You keep rolling, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I got to you know I got to spend over three months there last year, so that was definitely a really unique experience. Um, I moved to uh, Hollywood, California, about. A little over six months ago now. Um, been working with a lot of the really good uh, SoCal and NorCal promotions, uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Um, you know, I've been oh, doing wow. the they're, – they're on TV right now, so I've been doing that thing, which has been really, really nice. Um, they definitely run a top top rank promotion. Uh, Pro Wrestling Revolution up north in San Jose. I'm under a mask. My name's Vapor up there, uh, and they're jun- junior champion doing Dragon Mania in May for them. So that's been some, you know, really, really cool opportunities. And Gabriel Ramirez runs that. Uh, And they're based out of San Jose, but they honestly do shows uh, all over Northern California. And then we just did some shows in Dallas and uh, 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 Arkansas. So that's been been really nice. Yeah, just uh, I I debuted for APW last month up north as well, and I just did Hood Slam for the first time last Friday. So I've been making my way around some of the bigger NorCal promotions, some of the SoCal promotions, and then I'm still doing – I'm still doing Future Stars of Wrestling, so I'm still in Vegas uh, quite a bit as well, which is nice. Right, right. Yeah, because now they took over the – Samstown building that uh, Paragon was uh, was running in um, because I've seen some Fun of the fact, stuff from. Uh, they actually they had the they had the building first. Future Stars had the building, then Paragon took it, and then Future Stars took it back. Okay, okay, yeah. Because not not that anyone cares know. about Vegas wrestling that much, but I do. <laughs> <you know. laughs> well, so hey, that'll be important for me, what? and then hopefully some some people that listened in as well. Well, I mean, hey, yo, come on. I mean, yo, I'm not, I'm not just friends with you. I'm friends with Whirlwind Gentlemen, and of course, or you I know, love the all those, of course, right now, of course, right now, those two are they're tearing it up over in China right now. They uh, sure um, no, they're they're killing it. I gotta say, because I'm I'm seeing, you know, I'm I'm uh, seeing Remy and Jack's pictures on Instagram and that, and uh, you know, it's it's definitely it's definitely great to see them going out and around and doing that kind of stuff. Um, so let's, okay. Yeah. You Friday, you debuted for hood slam. We've had hood slam on the, on the show before and that. And, um, I think to call hood slam unique, 
might be a little bit of an understatement. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when yeah, you've absolutely. got, when you, you know, I mean, when you've got, when you've got, you know, um, a roster that includes um, the Stoner brothers, Rick Scott Stoner and Scott Rick Stoner and uh, Drugs Bunny, you know, and and of course, and you and they, you debuted on of all days four twenty. You know, <laughs> is that is that a special day? Is that a, is that a uh, thing? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Katie, you explain that one to him. That's okay. That's, what that's am I your, explaining? Or, uh, what am or, I explaining? Or, uh, or or call Rob Van Dam. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. I'll just I'll get on my okay, line real quick to Rob. Oh, um. Okay. What What am I explaining? I'm sorry. It's It's Boston Toronto with the playoffs and 420. Don't Don't, don't, don't actually what? explain it. Stop. You don't yeah. know what you don't know what 420. Yeah. You don't no, know what 420 it's, it's sarcasm. No, it's okay. Yeah. You okay. weren't You weren't paying attention. It's okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's hockey night in Canada into the playoffs. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, go get get smashed and uh, and and fight someone. Enjoy yourself. You're good. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> don't tell don't tell Katie to do that. She will take that as an open invitation. Trust me. <laughs> no, no, it was a very open invitation. Super open. Somebody, so. You're good. <laughs> yeah, it's all. Okay. Oh gosh. So I'm here so now. How, so I'm here how for did you. you? So how did you wind up getting? Uh, getting involved with the with Hood Slam, that like I say, it's you know, with when when you know we look at you from well what we know from you know Paragon, um, WCWC, and places like that, you know, the just even the character voice Isaac just doesn't seem like it would you know fit in with a group like Hood Slam. So well, what do you mean? When, when's Royce ever been an upstanding guy? When, when have I ever done the nice thing? Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, hey. I, was, I totally, know, I, I, mean, I, hey, I fit in there more than you would ever know, my friend. I'm you know, a nefarious mother mother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no. There is, no, I surprisingly fit in amazingly at Hood Slam, sir. So I thank you very much, but you are incorrect. Another one? Uh, no, <laughs> Hood Slam is great. I, I have to definitely give a big shout out to uh, Chupacabra. Is the guy that uh, uh, really was you know, trying to get me get me in over there. And uh, Hood Slam has been a goal for me for a long time now. Um, you know, ever since I started indie indie wrestling on my on you know training and and doing shows and everything. Obviously, Hood Slam's had a pretty crazy big fan base for a long, long time. And obviously watching, you know, Botchamania and stuff like that, you know, they used to always have the Hood Slam commercials at the beginning and stuff. And it's become such okay. a big, like, NorCal event that people who aren't even wrestling fans just kind of know about and go to and enjoy themselves at, that it was definitely a dream come true to finally be able to do Hood Slam and then especially to do it on 420 was even more of an experience just because, you know, that is their thing. Like, they're, they're definitely the... Um, legalized friendly uh promotion and they they got their crazy environment and you know it's uh it's kind of a one of a kind uh atmosphere there yeah uh i i was i was frustrated because you know a few weeks prior um during wrestlemania week uh they ran their live uh, card on twitch and yep. you know they were and they were advertising that you know the next show was going to be 
on appropriately enough 420, and then I go to the Twitch channel. It's like they're not on, and Royce is going to be on. Crap! You know, I was I was seriously ticked off. I mean, it's like, man, I wanted to see you on there and see you know how you how you fit in with that with you know that crew of lunatics that they've got over there. Al. And it's, it's, you know, it sounds which, like they were able to and, broadcast and it, though. Was it, was it just not live? Because definitely I've gotten uh, feedback from Twitch people. Okay, I, you know what? I don't know because I, I, kept, I kept going for it, and I was not seeing anything. So I'll just yell. Um, you might, you you might need to, to trade in your flip phone. You. It's probably, it's probably <laughs> your old BlackBerry or your flip phone. That was what the issue was. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I've got actually I got a palm. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you were trying to do the the rotary phone into Twitch, and it doesn't work like that. Yeah, yeah, Oh my God, you're play you're playing race. You're playing right into Katie's hand. She always keeps so uh, trying, you know, trying to talk about my age here and that. Uh, I mean, Katie, you oh. you tell you tell. Here's your, honey, honey. He, he he went he went to school with Moses and Methuselah. That's Ooh. how old he is. He, he farts. He, yeah, he farts dust. I mean, people say he's older than dirt. Hell, he invented dirt. No, when, <laughs> when he farts, it's like the Big Bang recreated itself. That's why oh, all my there you are. And everything. Hey Sean, oh, welcome back. God. Uh, I mean, he farts, so, and we get a new planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're just we're just talking about uh, about um, Royce's uh, debut at uh, Hood Slam uh, this past Friday night, and that. Um, so, well, we're going to it should be it should be up now on Twitch. If you if it wasn't okay. up live, definitely check it out now on Twitch. I wrestled Juice Lee, which uh, if anyone's familiar with Hood Slam, he's their champion, and he's their champion for good reasons. So we got in there, we mixed it up, and uh, I thought it was a really, really uh, a good match. So I'm very proud of it. Please uh, let me know if it sucks on Twitter or whatever. All right, excellent. I will. Uh, I'll look. I'll look uh, for that uh, later on tonight, and uh, you know, I'll I'll get back. I'll get back with you on Instagram, and uh, if it's not there. Uh, yeah, man. We'll, yeah, I'll figure something out just, so that I tell can. Me, tell me, I man, at least want to see that match. Royce, I appreciate you coming on the show, but you were just the worst. That was an awful match. And I'll say thanks. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so you so you mentioned. Let's talk about the about the uh, wrestling on the train because when I when <laughs> I saw your link to that, I'm going. Wait a second. Are are you flipping kidding me? And so I was so it I, a luxury train. Was it a luxury train? Indeed. Explain, explain was it the whole train? What? I'm talking train. Oh, it was train. a fairly um, regulation-sized Japanese train. A, okay. a little old, I guess, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, they literally they they actually wrestled. In the train cars. Yeah, it was like an elimination royal. You could either be pinned or you could be thrown off the train, and then it goes to the next stop, and you're eliminated. Hey, Amen. So, sounds like it sounds like a Saturday night on the TTC trains when I was a kid. <laughs> it was just like that. It was just like that. It was like when the Toronto Maple Leafs beat the 
Montreal Canadiens four to three in triple overtime, and they rioted. Very nice, nice, very yeah. nice, Thank very you. nice. Excellent. Okay, see, and that just shows me that you're not a dirty Habs fan. Thank you very much. Oh hell no, never, never. Doug Gilmore <laughs> was my hero growing up. Yeah. Oh, killer. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, if it's the old, if there's Clark if fan. there's one thing that Toronto Maple Leafs fans, yeah, if there's one thing Toronto Maple Leafs fans and Chicago Blackhawks fans can agree on. The two teams we, we hate the most, the Dirty Habs and the Dirty Red Wings. Hey, man, speak, speaking, of, uh, speaking of the Blackhawks, I just, I just had lunch. Uh, me and my husband just had lunch with uh, David Bowman's ex-wife the other night. Oh, wow. But hey, he's from here. So is Brendan Shanahan. He's from, they're both from Mimico. Brendan Shanahan? Yeah, I love me some Brandon Shanahan. That was, that was one of, another one of my yeah, favorites my, growing my up. Husband, I was born in Connecticut, so yeah, Hartford Whalers, of course. Yeah, my oh, husband's okay. not wicked. So you go back husband, to WHL. Ah. You're going to get tased. You're about to get tased. Anyways, um, yeah, my husband grew up with Brendan Shanahan. He actually <laughs> grew up not too far from where I am right now. And, uh, yeah, um, he's a better lacrosse player, but lacrosse doesn't make you any money. Of course. <laughs> of course. I used to remember yeah. all the uh, old when, – when Shanahan was back with the uh, Red Wings, he had some really good yeah. – uh, uh, ESPN mm-hmm. commercials and stuff like that. They're, it's yeah, true. real comical. Well, Mimical Boy has how many cups? <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Love him with all our heart, and he's our president now, and he's doing so good with our team. We're building a dynasty, and, yeah, we're just going into the third period to see what our boys can do against Boston. <laughs> Let's Boston. Oh, my gosh. So, anyways, about the train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, what what was first Sorry. off? What was your reaction when, when, when they when they told you, okay, you're actually going to be wrestling on a moving train? I mean, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. To be honest with you, I was I was super pumped for it. Um, I uh, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty into like just anything weird or different in wrestling. Um, uh huh. It, 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 I mean, I've One wrestled of the, for ADT, I've wrestled for Hood Slam. I think the trifecta would be if I wrestled for Chikara, that would be like whatever, hit for the cycle or the triple crown there or something like that. So mm, definitely have to figure nice. that out. But, I mean, I'm all about all the weird alternative. Like, to me, it's like that That should, as a wrestler, when you hear that, you should think, how can I creatively test myself in this situation? What can I bring to the table yeah. when I'm on a train versus when I'm not on a train versus well, people who are uh, closed-minded? The most weirdest, interesting thing I've ever seen in wrestling is this one show that we watched, and it's called The Wrestler. And what is it go all over the world, but it's mostly in Mexico and, and, and such. And, yeah, the, the women wrestlers, they, dress, they wear full dresses, like down to their ankle. And uh-huh. then they have, they, I can't remember what they're called, um, but they have effeminate men, like dressed up as women, totally, like, like total trans a whole bit, um, wrestling as well. Uh, just, just okay. so many things. Oh, uh, well, probably like an exotico. Like they have Rudos and Texicos and they have exoticos. Yeah, yeah exoticos and exoticos. Or, or pimp. Yeah. Thank or you, my darling. Thank you. Pimpinella is yes, an exotico. Yeah. Yeah, Pimpinella is an exotico, yep. Oh, I, but I, I quite enjoyed that episode of, of The Wrestler. It was really, really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. 
Oh. Really great. Now let's okay, so let's talk about the about the safety factor involved in that because I mean, you know, it's it's difficult enough protecting yourself and the, the person train. you're working with in a ring. But now yeah. take the take the fact that you're in a narrow aisle on a moving train and you're with trying people. to do this. So you know with people how right? Yeah, exactly. With people okay. on it, yes. So let's see. You know, so talk to us about the idea of, you know, and I'm going to slap myself because I just used one of Sean's expressions. Um, go ahead and explain the difficulties and how you got around the safety issues with that type of environment. Well, you know, trains are pretty dangerous. Um, the good thing about them is they go along a track. So my advice, if you're on a track currently, step off of it, and you won't get hit by the train. Um, <laughs> take a movement left, right. I don't really care. Just choose one. Just don't stay in the middle, and you'll be okay. No, um, it was cool, man. I, I mean, it's obviously it's close quarters, so you got to be kind of tough. You know, you got to keep everything you know, nice and tight. You can't, you know, be swinging your arms around, hitting women in the face and kids and whatever, and right. even just normal <laughs> fans, you probably don't want to be fuck hitting them Boston. in general. So, uh, yeah, fuck you, Boston. And um, so, yeah, and you know, just, you, you have to be kidding. careful. You have to be careful about Boston. You have to be careful about other uh, fans and, and whatnot. And then, you know, obviously you can't employ a full set, you know, your full moveset. Even, uh, you know, if I'm giving someone a suplex, you got to think how much more that's going to hurt even me because I'm also coming down on train. It's not like it's just a one-way street there, and I can just cause destruction or whatever. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. it kind of limits you. Um, and then, obviously, you also have to watch out for the doors and all that kind of stuff and making sure that, you know, you're trying to eliminate someone, but you're not trying to get their arm caught in a door or something or have them, you know. So there were, there were definitely some extra considerations, but mostly a lot of the common sense stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That's something yeah, they don't was, teach. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's gonna have to be. The, that's gotta be the next training class somewhere. How to how to work a how to work a match on a moving train. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll I'll put out a seminar or whatever. You know, it'll be great. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <clears throat> well, you. Um, oh crap! Boston just tied it. Oh man! Four, four. Gosh darn it! How dare they? Yeah, oh. exactly. Exactly. Oh. So, well, you have actually. You've it's, not it's, just it's been. It's the coach's fault, man. Right now, you've <laughs> not Don, just no, been. No, Don Cherry right. complimented how they how they look today. Now they asshole Don Cherry. Oh, I know he's a boss, uh. man, but still. Oh. So. Never mind. But continue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, um, you know, now you've also, you know, stepped into the role as, uh, as trainer in a few places in that, um, you know, but, you know, why don't we go ahead and discuss as far as the difference between just being an active performer and training somebody else to be an active performer? Um, I mean, 
honestly, it's, it's training is, is fun. I, I used to do it a lot with um, Mercury Pro Wrestling Academy when I was still in Denver. Honestly, I, I don't do a ton of uh, training. I mostly am still trying to focus on myself. So I'm kind of at that point in my career. Um, okay. But it's, it's fun. It, I mean, it is, fun. it is fun to show people stuff. I, I definitely enjoy teaching. My dad's a professor. My grandfather was a professor. And so I do wow. think I have a little bit of that itch in me. It's just one of those things I don't, you know, I, I, as long as you're still focusing on learning yourself, it's hard to worry too, too much about other people. Um, I mean, that was one of my reasons for moving to California. I actively wanted to go, go to a place where I felt like there were a lot of people that I could learn from and a lot of unique people that I hadn't worked with before. So definitely been doing less of the training. I I'm more of training myself, you know, get, getting trained rather than training uh, uh, others. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so where, so where are you, where are you spending any of your time at that, uh, like, uh, like a Santino Brothers or uh, any, any of those, any of those places around? Yeah, of course. No, I definitely have popped into Santino's quite a bit. Um, there's also the United Wrestling uh, uh, Center from, which is like associated with uh, the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, the United Wrestling Network. Yeah, Dave Marquez so got that. Right. Yep, yep. And so I've been doing that. Um, I also uh, go every once in a while, I'll go to uh, uh, Morrison has a, Johnny Mundo has a, a ring in his backyard. So sometimes uh, me and my roommate, Sean, uh, Eli Drake, will go over there and like get a, you know, one-on-one, uh, uh, you know, wrestling training kind of thing or something like that, you know, work on some moves, tighten up oh, a little bit. Oh, gosh. Oh, cool. All right. You know what? You got to put a bug Eli on. Drake. You you got you got to put a bug in Sean's ear. I have been wanting him on this show for since time immemorial. Tell him I want him to contact me. I want him on. That's your wish list. Because I love I love his I love his character. It is you know the the Eli Drake character is so much fun. And that yeah no you know, he's he's probably the best promo in wrestling right now. I would have a really hard time being to- talked out of that. You know, if you're kind of telling me that someone else is a better promo than him, I don't know about that. I've seen that guy pull down 20-minute promo segments, no problem. You know, even on TV, he'll do a seven, 10-minute segment, no problem. It's entertaining from beginning to end. I don't know if there's anyone that's got a promo like Eli Drake. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, you know, I mean, a lot of, you know, I mean, he, he comes up, the idea is that just flow right off the top of his head. Are just you know, it's it's excellent. It's excellent stuff. Uh, and I mean, yo, I mean, yo, your stuff. Yo, of course, uh, of course, in the Paragon days, you had Christian doing most of your talking for you, and that, um, which uh, actually uh, actually uh, saw him uh, uh, picture him on Instagram the other day with uh, he's now he seems to be doing more uh, ring announcing than uh, active. Uh, Active working, I saw. So yeah, he's definitely doing doing a lot more ring announcing. I know he's got a little bug itching back to the end of that management spot, and I definitely would like to work with him again. Uh, Christian's great. Christian's really, really, really great. Uh, super talented guy. Super, just good dude. I had I went to WrestleMania at his house this this year and watched it with him. Um, so that's definitely one of my closest closest friends in wrestling by by far, and just in life. But. Um, you know, he, he's doing stuff with New Japan and stuff right now. So, I mean, he's doing a lot of stuff with bar wrestling and PWG. So, uh, 
Uh, I mean, he's been crushing it. Good for good for him. It's one hundred percent something that a guy like Christian Cole should be doing and deserves. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's definitely it's definitely cool. I mean, you know, there I you know, it was a lot of concern, you know, because I mean, you know, yeah, a lot of the guys um, went you know went back to uh, just the whole uh, you know uh, West Coast Wrestling Connection thing and that, but then there were other guys that um, you know, it's like okay, what's you know, what are they what are they gonna do and that. Um, you know, and it's nice. It's nice to see you know, you know, like you know, a lot of the guys like yourself, you you you've managed to land on your feet and uh, you know, and and uh, keep and keep yourself uh, keep yourself going and uh, you know, get some get some uh, great work and that uh, that you do. Fuck. Fucking hell. Sorry. Oh god. Uh oh. Some tells me Boston just again. scored. Fuck it. Oh. That's it. That's it. We're done. Oh man. Anyway. Well, Royce, you were here for the meltdown when the when when uh, when Toronto couldn't hack it. And... <laughs> Excuse me. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. It's Boston. It's fucking Boston. And it was a nice goal too. Fucking Boston. Fucking Boston. 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 I know people yeah. from it's Boston. Bastard. It's the accent. Good. Good. Glad this started. <laughs> I hate Boston. <laughs> Fuck you, Boston. Uh, Fuck you, Obetsky. Keep it Fuck busy and definitely uh, keep I know, I hate your out there, which is definitely a great thing. Uh, talk to us about some of the upcoming bookings you got outside of everything which you kind of do. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we definitely have some cool stuff coming up. Even, uh, you know, tomorrow night I have Wrestling Pro Wrestling, which is Brian Kendrick's promotion. Um, they definitely are going to be streaming that on Twitch if anyone's interested. Once again, that's Wrestling Pro Wrestling, and that's tomorrow night. Um, and then, uh, obviously, obviously Kendrick can't wrestle for it because he's with WWE, but he, he does run it. It's very similar to, like, Hood Slam, very zany, very variety showy. Um, you know, but they're, they're building it up still a little bit. I'm doing uh, FSW this Saturday. Me and Jarrell Nelson, the 1%, are defending our tag team championships, our FSW tag team championships, for the first time Saturday night. And um, Sunday, the 29th, I'm going to be doing championship wrestling from Hollywood once again. Um, other than that, my next like big, really cool thing, I'm doing Dragon Mania on the 26th of May and IWRG on the 27th, so both of those will be for Pro Wrestling Revolution. Well, uh, Pro Wrestling Revolution by way of Dragon Mania and IWRG, and um, they'll be in Mexico, Mexico City, so that'll be really cool, working uh, Arena Mexico and uh, Arena Nalcon will be really, really cool, so definitely definitely looking forward to that. Right, just make sure you test the ring before you get in it. We've heard stories about some of those rings in Mexico being made out of Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's Sandra Arena City. Mexico. Arena Mexico oh, is where CMLL okay. runs. It's so. Arena Mexico. It's a legit ring. You're good. Yeah, <laughs> and, and not, yeah. We don't want you going and bumping on sawdust. Yeah. yeah no, I'll, I'll I don't know what's worth that in bubble wrap. <laughs> I, I've, I've worked shows in Mexico before. I've, I've worked shows with Shady Rings. I'm not 
super, super worried about it. This is definitely a really cool opportunity for me, and I'm pretty sure uh, there's going to be, like, I don't know, 15, oh. 20,000 people there, so pretty sure it'll be, be a nice ring for sure that night. Mm, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But Arena Mexico, wow. Talk about, talk about a, well, one of those legendary buildings. Uh, I mean, as far as far as our industry goes, that ranks up there with Madison Square Garden, um, the Cal Palace, the Olympic Auditorium, uh, the International Amphitheater here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the some of the some of the great classic buildings that are you know that are that are uh, that our sport has been presented in, and Absolutely. that. Uh, yeah, you know, you'll have to. Make sure, make sure, Royce, you uh, you message me that uh, um, link to uh, um, Fridays on for on Twitch, so I can uh, you know make sure I've got that one put in on on mine, so that I can watch it, man. It's uh, it's actually tomorrow night, Steve. Wrestling tomorrow pro wrestling. Night. Yeah, I'll have to yep. I'll have to double check. Yep, definitely. Sure and in the meantime, that. catch out the catch the. Uh, Play by play, the uh, re- replay of the uh, the hood thing as well on there. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I want to see that man. Definitely got to see all of that. All right, Royce, hang tight. We're gonna take our song break. It's gonna be about three minutes. Just a FYI, you can call back if you'd like to in the next three minutes, and we'll be ready for you then. Or you can stay on cool. and jam out. Um, uh, let's see if I can find this. All right. We'll be back in about three minutes. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Royce Isaacs and Wrestling Authority Radio on the Evolution Radio Network. We'll be right back.
Hi, this is Chance Prophet. You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Roundtable on Blog Talk Radio. All right, we're back. And before we get started again, uh, to remind everybody that next week, May the 2nd, we will be joined by Ring of Honor star and head trainer, Brutal Bob Evans. So you don't want to miss that. It's a free teaching that he's not charging you for. Um, so want to come out and be a, or get the replay if you've got something else going on. So don't miss it. Uh, no Which screen that caller? I don't know if that's no penalty. going back. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Royce is back. Okay. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Yay! Yeah. So, all right, all right. I, and I actually found it. I actually found it. I actually on, have have uh, have uh, wrestling pro wrestling on my uh, Twitch. So, boom! There you go. So <laughs> cool. So tomorrow night I'll have to definitely I'll make a I'll make a note uh, to to watch that. So cool. Excellent. Uh, Excellent. All right. So well, I tell you what. The world of professional wrestling was on fire last week. I want to talk real briefly about three great events. Uh, We'll be joined by representatives from RCW in just a little while uh, to close out the show tonight. And, oh, stop messaging me. Yeah. I have have Um, it and pop. Um, RCW is uh, RCW Royce is a uh, promotion uh, in the uh, central southern Illinois area, and uh, they they do a lot they do a lot of uh, charity uh, benefit work and that. So that yeah, you know, want to you know make sure you're uh, in loop as to what we're uh, talking about here. And uh, yes, they yes. just had a show this past weekend uh, that was a benefit. Talk about that. There was Rumble for the Kids this past weekend. Rumble for the Kids made $10,000 for the children of Princeton, allegedly. Wow. Uh, I, I would want to see, I'm, I'm still waiting to see some actual proof of that, but if I do the digging a little bit more, I'll probably find proof of that. That's not what I'm saying. But I need to see some hard proof that that, that was the actual number before I will subscribe. Okay. Sean, you're kind of going in and out, and I'm hearing a lot of static over on your end. I've got no static. I, I, he's he's okay with me. He goes in and out once in a blue moon. You're all right. Uh, you go, no, he's going out in, in and out with me too, though. All right, hold okay. on. Keep, yeah. Don't hang up, uh, Booger. The other one that happened was Midwest Impact Pro for a school or not a school. Pool, and they were able to raise some money. They had Jerry Lynn and Bobby Eaton and Tracy Smothers, and uh, you know there were some. Yeah, I'll be back. Okay, we were doing fine, okay. but okay, come back. Okay, you see what yeah. happened was my friend, my friend Ashley left to go take a bath, uh-huh. and a second the door shut. They they scored, so I, t- I I messaged her and said, "Fuck your bath, you're coming back here. We need you." <laughs> yeah, she, right, she said be- she was 
She said she was coming back. We got three shots on that. <laughs> that should take care of things. Let me know if I'm yeah. fading out anymore. But, That's um, good. Good. That's good. There, there were three uh, events this past Saturday in Illinois that were amazing benefits, did well, and definitely want to, uh, you definitely want to check out those promotions because they're doing great things. And that's what wrestling is about. You know, at the end of the day, if it's if it's not all about the uh, promoters putting money in their own pockets, then they're doing something right in my book. So, um, you know, I, I like charity events. I think they're a great thing. It's a great way to get the community behind you, great way to get asses in seats that you normally wouldn't have. So... Uh, Royce, you probably know all about that because there's a lot of charity work that goes on out in California, um, especially with all the wildfires that you guys get. I'm sure that there's a lot of charity events for that. Yeah, of course. No, there's always lots of craziness going on out here in terms of wildfires, whatever. They canceled some shows that I was on last year because of it, so there's always some kind of charity well, stuff going on for that as well. Too. I always forget about the earthquakes oh, wow. out there. Absolutely. I mean, and another California news that. today. They found the uh, they found the Golden State Killer. So, yeah. Wow. Cool. Yes, yes, they did. There we go. Topical events. We covered it, guys. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's hilarious. But yeah. Um, so yeah. So um, so yeah. Let's. I mean, you know, let's definitely let's talk let's talk about that a little bit. Um, cuz I mean, obviously, you know, um I mean, you know, yeah, we like to entertain people, but you know, at the same time, um I think a lot I think a lot of the times um giving back definitely, you know, at least even to, you know, to my feel um as a as a performer in that um is you know, means as much if not more to me than you know, the fact that I get you know a nice fat amount in my pay envelope sorry what was that come again i say i say you know i say that, you know as much as i as much as hey like you know any of us in the industry, I always like to, you know, a good fat pay envelope. I also like the fact that, you know, certain nights, you know, when it was all over, I know that, you know, part of, you know, part of what I, you know, what I was involved in helped somebody else that needed it. Yeah, absolutely. It's always, uh, it's always good to help people, uh, or, uh, no, we don't want any, you know, monopoly men taking taking opportunities and money away from the orphans. And is it really? It sounds really bad on my end. Can you guys hear me at all? Yeah, yeah, I, we can hear you, but there's definitely a lot of static going on in that. I don't know what's going on. That's weird. Uh, it's okay. It's all right. You're good. I, we uh, we're getting tuned out. There's some alien. Alien radio waves coming down. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, and then it I mean, yo, now we're good. Here we go. Hey, boom. Hold on. Yeah, 
Maybe maybe the, that's the maybe that's trails, it. The uh, the loose <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, well, or maybe or maybe there's or maybe there's some well, there's still some radiation from uh, um, Area 51 out in Arizona that's uh, floating through into the Southern California skies. Yeah, <laughs> the damn wind. It's the southern the southwestern wind. Bringing yeah, it over here. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, all right. I think I fixed my headset. I've got a thing, part of my headset that's dying that needs to be charged. So I fixed yeah. that. I'll just lay okay, that outside and charge it. Um, okay. Do what you gotta do. And, where, uh, no, that's where all the static was coming from. I found it. Oh, it's all Sean's fault. No, I charged this thing. It's all... I need to get a better charger for it or something. Uh-oh. So, you know, there's there's a lot of great stuff going on in wrestling all over the world. Um, obviously, we've got the Saudi Arabia thing going on Friday. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm sick of people saying that wrestling business... And we've got some background noise, like... When, yeah, I'm yeah. Someone uh, is uh, is going on a sledding expedition on the backs of dogs. It's like the Iditarod. Someone's yeah. getting it. Fuck you! They did well. not. Did they just fucking score again? Oh, fuck you! They did not. Oh god. Fucking six four. Um, don't laugh. You got fucking dogs asshole. racing. We got Boston scoring. What a shitty day. Oh. Fucking, the only fucking, thing, fucking, the only fuck. thing that's worse is that the Blackhawks aren't in the playoffs. So, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Oh my, we're not gonna go on a sports frenzy. We're here to talk wrestling. Sports um. frenzy. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, what do you guys <laughs> think? Who's the best basketball player of all time? Sixty seconds, go. Here, here turn the fucking game off right now. Yeah, duh, Michael Jordan. Everyone knows that. No, my husband just turned the game off. <laughs> Fuck that. Good. You need a miracle to pull yeah. out, pull three goals out of our ass, okay? <laughs> Fuck. Right now. Fuck. Two, two to tie. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, but, that's, yeah. uh, that's, uh, you know... It's it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. It's a great time to be a wrestling performer. It's a great time to be a wrestling promoter because there's money to be made. There's ass to be put in seats. The wrestling business is on the rise again. No serious. Uh, I can't say that that's everywhere, but in most places, that's the way it's going. So you definitely want to get on board with your local independent wrestling promotion because that's where the stars of tomorrow like Royce Isaacs are at. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and and Royce is so hum and Royce is so humble that he's you know that he that he won't say he won't he won't talk about it about himself, you know. So it's up to us to Go ahead and put Royce over for Royce. Hey, someone had to, God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. But, 
All right. Well, Steve, do you have anything else for Royce uh, for tonight? Well, I'll tell you what. I know, I know, I know. Royce has got some uh, merch that he's trying to get rid of. So, uh, you know, go ahead buy and his merch. Uh, buy his yeah, merch. Buy his merch. Buy my merch, y'all. <laughs> buy his uh, merch. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, buy my merch. Just so you guys know, I do have. I have. I have T-shirts. I have cinch bags. I have beanies. All kinds of good stuff. Head on over to my Instagram at Royce Isaac. There's pictures of everything. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Royce Isaac, and my Facebook is just normal old Royce Isaac as well. So follow me on all my social medias. Keep up with all my wrestling and matches and all that, and uh, buy some merchandise, please. Buy his merch. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. Buy his merch. 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 Merch, merch. Buy his merch. That's. That needs to be a sound clip. Buy his merch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Next. Stop. Please stop me from saying that. <laughs> stop me that right now. Just for now. Uh, hey, take your Katie, take your taser out and zap yourself in the finger again. That'll that'll stop. Again. You. Yes, I have a taser. And that's folks. and Royce, that's not a sound effect. That is that is a legit taser she has. I believe it. I believe we know it. she tased herself on air the other day. God, last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she actually tased her finger. Yeah, the first the first time I got I got it. So don't, She's really don't pretty. Ever, don't ever think that really you with her yeah. in, a, in a taser war with her. You might lose. Oh, yeah. I wasn't planning on it. I was not. No, so. But, uh, <laughs> hey, thank you guys for having me on, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, hey. Our pleasure. Thanks. All right. Yeah, we'll you guys. Later. Um, talk to Sean. You and I will get together and we'll get and we'll get that put up, okay, man? Rockin', brother. Later. You All got right, it. man. Thanks, Have a good one. No bet. Right. My uh, taser. Hold on, my taser. My taser uh, looks like a, a thin cylindrical perfume bottle, and it's gold. So I call it Goldilocks. Uh, All right. <laughs> anyway, Bye, though. We're going to get yeah, to RCW in just a, lo- a, little, a little while, but speaking of buying merch, we're going to be joined tonight by the guy that created all of our new logos and is working on the new Tuesday Night really? Terminal logo. Excellent. So, do? Uh, we're going to be joined by Randon Root and Drew Trader in just a few minutes. All right. And don't forget that don't forget that next week Brutal Bob Evans will be here. Yeah. Brutal Bob Evans. Very nice. Yeah. We got yeah, we gotta get on we gotta get the Don't say that you remind me. I've 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 eaten at Bob Evans' on the road. (laughs) They are good. They are very good. I've never, I've never been to Bob Evans even when I was trucking with my uncle. Never been oh there. Oh my God, they are so amazing. They like. Oh well, I've been told. 
They make homemade biscuits and stuff, and yeah, biscuits are good. Biscuits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And stuff. You know, stuff from the great circle of stuff. Well, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Uh, So we'll have a whole line of new merch coming your way. So make sure you buy our merch. Buy our merch. Buy our merch also pays you. All right. Yeah. One of our. Oh. Speaking of Instagram, there is a there is definitely there is a cute picture that uh, Falaba from Impact Wrestling posted. Of himself, of himself wearing, yeah, it's a selfie, but he's got a hat on, of, okay. and the hat that he's wearing is Kung Fu Panda in a plane. Excellent. It is. It is. Re- it is really cool. Now, my wife called. Cool. My wife called it cute. I told him. That and he liked that. So, you know, um, there's a lot, you know, folks. You, you want you want to see where a lot where a lot of the wrestlers are at, um, indie stars and uh, and the and the name guys and that. Um, get on Instagram. There's you know a lot of us are, a lot of us are on there. Nah, no, you should. that, I mean, you know. I, like I say, I I was I was shocked when all of a sudden I got a message the other day that I am actually getting followed on Instagram, legitimately, guys, by Jinder Mahal. That's sick. Yeah, That's I'm cool. like I'm like I'm like I'm like okay. I checked the account just to make absolutely sure that it was the real deal, because I just I didn't want to I didn't want to go you know going. Oh, I've got Jinder Mahal. I've got Jinder Mahal. That's a fake account, but uh, no, it's it's uh, it's it's legitimately him. And I'm like, whoa. So excellent. Good to hear. Yeah. So. Good to hear that good Canadian boy is following you. All right, folks. We now have with us the uh, graphics designer of RCW and our new well. He doesn't do all of our graphic work, but he's done all of our designs. And uh, we are joined now by Randon Root and Drew Trader from RCW. Guys, welcome to the show. All right. Uh, So you guys had a big show this last week down uh, in... Well, down by the Granite City, Illinois area, it was in Pontoon Beach, Illinois, and, um, you know, tell us all about that, because you guys had one hell of a show and were able to raise quite a bit of money for that family. Yes, it was a great show. Crowd was excited. Uh, the two boys had a great time. The two kids for the fundraiser, first wrestling show they've ever been to. They were so happy to that this happened for them and it was a great cause yep. and it was just it was just great all around. Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was definitely pretty exciting. Uh to see see them light up the way that they did, seeing their first wrestling show like that. 
it was definitely definitely an experience. And when you get to see somebody experience something like that, even after going through such a heartbreaking tragedy that they did, it definitely lifts your spirits and motivates you to really push forward and, you know, do better things and keep helping out. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is you guys sold 400 tickets. There were 350 people in attendance, so you sold more tickets uh, than what people actually attended, which that's a good thing on a business standpoint because what it meant is some people supported you guys that couldn't make the show or chose not to come to the show. But it doesn't matter because they still bought a ticket. So you still got yep, their yep, money that's on there. Yep. Um, and the other thing is you guys were able, with all of the fundraising and everything that you guys did and all the silent auctions and 50-50, you guys were able to raise $3,000 for the Pollock family. Yep. This is good. This is awesome. No complaints I at mean, all. You know, that's – I don't know how much you guys raised for the Special Olympics uh, – we didn't talk to your dad about that, Randon, but... They just scored again, seven fucking four. Really? Seven four? Oh, my God. She's been feeling on that game this entire show. <laughs> no, one of my... No, one of my... Friends, and we were doing good. We were doing good, man. We had them four pigs. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh. You know, the thing, the thing about it is this. You guys have raised some money for some good causes, you, you've got huge shows coming up uh, that we're going to talk about now. May 5th, is RCW, I'll be making my debut down there. Um, and that's going to be your huge honor and legacy show. Randon, uh, I know you, uh, Randon and Drew, you guys know a lot about that. There's going to be awards that are going on at some point. Um, I, I believe, Brandon, your, your dad said something about a luncheon. I don't know if that's still going on. He had all kinds of events planned for May 5th. Oh, you know, that's my daddy. Well, we're working on it, those plans about the luncheon. I think it will happen. Um, it's not. It's our Honor and Legacy 2, second one, and it's also his birthday show because his birthday is the day before the show. And we plan on giving out awards during the show, like after every match or during intermission. I don't know how, but that's how we did it last year. And I think we gave out... Well, this year I think we're going to be doing like a Hall of Fame type. We're not 100% sure, but we are going to be giving awards out for sure to people who's been in right. the business. Right, and that's just it. RCW pays respect to the, respects to the people that have been in their company and done things uh, around the area that they've ran. Um, your dad announced last week huge things that are going to be in the works. Uh guys are getting your Missouri license back and going over back over to the state of the Missouri, and I believe that's the first time that's happened in probably about 20 years. Uh, because yeah, I think I about your, 20. Uh, your, your dad pulled out of Missouri uh, because Missouri got to be overbearing, and I, I don't blame him because the commission over there, from what I've heard, I've not been on it firsthand, but from what I've heard, they are a bear to deal with. So, hopefully, he, oh, if anybody yes. can deal with, if anybody can deal with them, I have I have the trust in Frank that he can get the deal done. Um, so you know that's going on, going on, and then the nineteenth of May, we're in Pocahontas, Illinois, for 
we're here for a party, and that is a great cause that's coming uh, May 19th because this is a Boy Scout group that reached out to RCW. It didn't reach yep. – RCW didn't reach out to them. They saw the Facebook page and said, this is something that we want to do as our fundraiser to raise money for our group. And boom, RCW will be there May 19th in Pocahontas, Illinois, the home of Gretchen Wilson. And oh yeah, you know. Yep. And yeah, now that's one of the cool things is that you know the the guy literally looked around. He looked at all the organizations in the general area, and you know came to us, which you know really makes us feel good for stuff like that. You know that they see our product, they see what we're putting out there the family-friendly orientation of it, and they, they want us to come represent them. Yes. That's the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people were apprehensive about me coming to RCW. Yes, I am coming. There are going to be some changes that are going to be made with me coming to RCW. But negative changes. There are changes to help RCW make it the next 15, 20 years and do things that are going to put more asses in seats. Um, I'm not coming to hurt the company. I'm helping to build the company up because as Frank announced last week, he's going to be taking a step back. And, you know, I don't want to see this company uh, lose the momentum that it's had. You know, um, no, We've we got a pretty good core group of people that I, I, I have a good feeling with between Randy, his brothers, and the rest of the core that, you know, I think we're going to continue and continue to press on and move forward and make moves here in our part of Illinois and hopefully expand, like you said, expand over into Missouri, make moves over there and show people what a real show and a real product looks like. Yep. Well, and it's not only it's not only that, but you guys know how to get the deals done with sponsors. You know how to get the deals done with venues. And yep. You know, you're doing things that are far beyond what other promotions are doing. I mean, we have some other promotions in Illinois that want to draw 30 people and rave about it. And it's like, what, what do you have to rave really about? Really, 30 people? You got a 30-person uh, draw? Seriously? Woohoo! look at you. Aren't you special? Can I be like you? 20, 20, Can I be like 20 you when I grew up? Don't forget about that. Plant. <laughs> <laughs> it is the truth. But at this time, I want to announce something that Steve Kane uh, worked on all on his own. I did not have a part of this. Steve Kane has set up the first women's matches in RCW, and he's going to announce at this time what will be happening on June 2nd and June 3rd. Well, um, the fans of this show know um, about uh, about fantasy because uh, we brought her on uh, – Several weeks back, thanks fantasy. to our good friend uh, Crusher Knopf. Fantasy is going to be making her Midwestern debut. Now, um, throughout a lot of the southern areas of the country, she has been battling a girl that uh, wants to wants to take you know, her place as the top female in the in the in the region and uh, probably. Uh, you know, she wants to take over as the top female in the country, and her name is Crystal Fire, and they've been uh, battling all over. I mean, we've been we've been getting reports from uh, Crusher, from our friend Paul Eubanks, and so on and so forth. Well, 
we finally managed to come to terms with both Fantasy and Crystal Fire, and they will be making their Midwest debut exclusively for RCW. And I'm proud That's to awesome. have you know, been the you know, been the uh, you know, force behind that. I mean, this is and and not only that, but this is a match that's going to happen two nights in two different towns. Because June second, yes. I believe it's going to be Litchfield, and I think June third, your dad said we're going back to Pocahontas or one of the other towns that you guys have run. I forget, uh, but it'll be one of the other towns, and you know, you guys are getting women's wrestling for the first time, and these two. I'm I'm excited, but I'm nervous because I don't know that you guys have enough yeah. security to handle what's going to happen between these two. I, I've yeah, just seen we, what they we've watched videos before we did it, and and yet we still and yet you know I still went ahead and went through and went through with it. Yeah, I, I uh, actually need to start looking up some videos of these two myself so I can see what these. These two are all about. I'm pretty excited. Like I said, we haven't had women's wrestling quite a while. We've been trying to push to get it, and now to actually have something come into fruition here is it's going to be pretty awesome. I'm, I'm definitely pretty excited to see it. I don't know how Randy feels, but I'm pretty sure he's excited as well. Well, of course I'm excited. It's women's wrestling. It's one of the hottest things in WWE right now, so yes, it's going to be the best thing to come to RCW in a long time. Well, and it's yeah. going to be... It's uh, the the way that these two have told it to Steve Kane and I because I did I did I was in on the discussion, uh, making sure that uh, both women were represented in an equal manner that they knew that Steve wasn't the only one that was pushing for them to come here, and yeah. they told me that they are going to be the reason that fans drive to the different towns to see RCW. Because by the time that they get done touring all the towns that RCW is running, it's going to be a path of destruction. And when they told me that, I about pissed my pants. Because this is something really serious. I mean, they not only want to come to RCW, but they want to go around to each town and beat the hell out of each other and prove that they're the best, not only in RCW, not only in Illinois, not only in the Midwest, but the best women's wrestler in the country right now. And with that kind of mentality behind them, the things that they're going to be capable of are going to be mind-blowing. Um, oh, yeah. I, I just, I, you know, but these aren't the only girls that will be coming to RCW. Uh, in the following months, there will be more girls making their way to RCW. And it's one of those things, you know. Yeah. That... Um, I mean, I mean, seriously, seriously, guys. Um, I mean, Sean and I are both getting, you know, contacts from uh, from women wrestlers from all over. Um, in fact, uh, uh, I've actually uh, I've actually had some contact from a certain snake. Shall we say that uh Uh-oh. has expressed the, that ex- has expressed a little interest in possibly uh slithering her way up to Illinois. 
Wow. I think I know who Steve's talking about. I don't want to. I don't want to precursor anything, but right, if it's because, who I'm thinking you know, about, mean, that's just very, very basic. Uh, you know, that's just very basic stuff. And that. I mean, you know, this is one of the things we don't only have me, uh, female wrestlers that are contacting Steve and I since I have announced that I am on board with RCW, but we've had international wrestlers contacting us. Uh, Steve right. has had contact with Mil Mortez, and Mil Mortez, what RCW was all about. We've had uh, Castro Cortez ask us what RCW, uh, what RCW is about. I just had a guy that just got back from Japan today that talked to me that wants to make his way to RCW. I mean, the things that RCW has going on and the attention getting is mind blowing, because. When you have people of this statue coming to you, wanting to work for you, and it's not the other way around where you're going to them and begging them to work, they're willing to come to you and say, hey, I want to work for you. we got to make a date happen. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it definitely other, is. The other thing that you guys got going on in the month of July is you got a legend coming in. Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. will be uh, in Quincy in July. So, I mean, there's a lot going on in RCW in the month of May, June, July, and I'm sure August is going to be another loaded month. Yeah, That's definitely. The thing. But I'm trying to rally people behind this product because the thing is we want to get a 1,000 people in Quincy by the end of the year. We can do it with everybody's support. All you or family members or neighbors or coworkers about RCW and how great the show was that you attended the last one you attended. If you've not attended one recently, we invite you to come out and attend one uh, more recently and, and see what we're all about and see the changes that have been made and see the, the great product that is being put out there and why 400 people in Litchfield and 600 people in Quincy are coming out to see this product. Um, yeah, I, I think it's one of those things that you know you can explain and explain to people how well you know well the show's doing, how awesome the shows are, but words cannot you know put into reality how awesome the product is. You got to come see it live. That's the only way you're going to get the real experience is if you come see our product live. You know whether it be Quincy or Litchfield. Litchfield, you know we put three. 300 plus people into a small little venue and that place booms for three, three hours, four hours, you know, however right. long. And it just booms the entire evening. The fans are into it. Everybody's into it. You know, people come drive, you know, quite, you know, pretty decent distance and just come to the Litchfield shows alone. And, you know, they enjoy it. It's, it's definitely worth coming to see it. If, you, if you've never seen independent wrestling live and you're, you're kind of questioning on what show to go to. RCW is definitely one. If you want to break break that egg, come to an RCW show. We'll show you what indie wrestling is definitely all about. Absolutely. Well, and there's 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 some great wrestlers that are already there. There's some great new talent that will be coming in before the end of the year. You've got the women's yep. wrestling. I mean, there's there's some seriously great stuff. I mean, RCW is pulling, on average – for, for the past two years, have not had a show that has drawn less than 350 people. And that is why I jumped on board, because I, I, I've heard about this company 
over the years. <clears throat> I've seen waves about this company, but I have started to I started to follow this company probably must have been June or July because uh, you guys had some stuff going on with another organization that I was following for a short period of time. And uh, I was like, well, I got to see what this RCW is and what this is all about. And when I saw it, I was hooked. It was it was an instant hook. Um, and then to learn that you guys are doing so well is just uh, it's a breath of fresh air because there are so many companies that are not doing well. And so many yeah. of them, so many of them will come to me and go, Sean, I'll give you ten dollars to drive three hours. That ain't happening. That no. ain't happening. Uh, uh, well, see, uh, to kind of kind of put it into perspective here, I I joined RCW about a year ago. It was it was right before I think the uh, right after the Honor and Legacy show. Actually, uh, I, uh, my brother works currently works and uh, for the for RCW as well and. I seen their promotional stuff, their flyers, you know, and I'd seen their Facebook page, and I was like, hey, you know, I don't want to be mean, but I could do better than this, you know. And Frank, Chris told Frank, and Frank came to me, well, told Chris, hey, let's see what he can make, let's see what he can do. And then I started, I made a, a flyer for the first July show, the Scars and Stripes, uh, and then next thing I'm, I'm doing a logo, and then. It's been just nonstop since making flyers, making promo material, stuff like that for them. And I joined the Facebook page shortly after I got with them, and we were around, I think, right before 700 likes, right around that area. And we're getting ready. Right now, the page sits at like almost 1,700. So we've gained a yep, thousand since I've been on board. Wow. Yep. Well, we're gonna mm. get that up to 2,000 before the end of the year, definitely. Uh, fans, oh, yeah, that's uh, sure. that is, uh, that is going to happen if not the 2,500 mark. And there's going to be some different ways that RCW is going to be advertising their shows. Um, I've talked to Frank about it. We're going to be doing some TV ads in the near future. Uh, not that RCW needs them. Okay. But we want to, we want to let the casual fan know that's watching SmackDown and raw that there's local independent wrestling near them whether it be they're watching right. in Litchfield or Quincy or Jacksonville or Whitehall um, or Pontoon Beach or, you know, one of the other cities. We are not doing this to spend a lot of money. We are doing this to just let the fans know that we're there. Because, yes, we're already doing, you know, RCW is already doing big numbers. But I believe that the numbers that we have could do better with a little bit of TV advertising and it, depending on if you can get the damn radio stations to work with you, because um, they love to gouge people. Trust me, I, I speak from experience on that one. Um, but radio station isn't a bad idea. But I would go if 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 you're if you would ask me which one would you do over the other, I would say TV because some, you're going to get somebody that's going to see it. You can put footage in the background with your text information over it with announcing the show date and time and all of that and people are going to be drawn to that footage because it's still wrestling you know if you tune if i tune into raw as a casual fan and i see an ad for wrestling and there's wrestling going on in the background of that ad i'm hooked to it yeah i don't know about anybody else 
we've actually had pretty decent luck with uh, some of our radio uh, hookups. Uh, up in Quincy, for sure, we have Kick FM that's up there. And one of the guys who is the talk show host, he's actually a big wrestling fan. So, it, you know, we go in there and talk with him, and he usually gets one of our guys. It's usually uh, Mark Morton or Marcus Mansfield who goes in there and cuts, you know, short interviews, interviews with them as well, and promotes the show, gets everyone hyped up for that local area. And then down around Litchfield, we got John Michael Marty, who usually, you know, gives us some spots and talks about our shows and whatnot, and then comes to the show, actually, and helps well, out. And that's, so. that's what it's all about, because I tell you, the other thing that we're going to be doing, uh, and it's not going to be done at all the venues because you can't do it at all the venues. If they don't ser- serve alcohol, you can't do it. But I told your dad this last week, and he goes, man, I don't know why I didn't think of that. You go to your local Budweiser or Miller distributor, and you give them the show details, and they will print banners. It's spring and summer. You can get a nice vinyl, heavy-duty vinyl banner to put outside uh, in certain areas of the towns that you're running, wherever you can get clearance to put them up, and you know, put it on a busy road, you might have 5,000 cars that see that every day. Yep. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's that's the stuff that people don't normal promoters don't think about. You got to think outside the box because if you have 5,000 people that are going to be driving up and down a road, and they're going to see that. And let's say they drive that road two times a week. As long as they see that two times a week and that's up for two weeks, you're going to get them. You're not going to get all oh, of yeah. them because let's not say all of them are wrestling fans. But you're going to get a majority. The fans that are interested that see that are going to definitely take notice. Because well, and, uh, yep. and one of the things we've been, we've been definitely trying to get going, and it, it took us a little while to really get a, you know, the momentum behind it, but – it was Facebook. You know, Facebook is the biggest free advertising platform out there right now. I mean, there, there's, you know, millions of people on Facebook. It's easy to share, you know, with a sharing feature. You get everybody in that area to share it. If they're friends with 500 people, well, guess what? 500 people probably going to see that flyer. They're interested in wrestling. They're going to like. They're going to share it, and it spreads it to more people and more people. You don't have, I mean, you can pay for the advertising on there, which helps because it forces it on people's feeds. But yes. you know, we, we've been we've been slowly working our way into other means of advertising as well. And like I said, Frank was he's pretty old school, and that that's awesome. I, I love the way he works. I you know the way things tick with him. He gets out there, walks, puts his own flyers up, talks to the people. And that's that's a cool way to really get in with businesses and fans and whatnot. But for those people that you can't run into on the daily, you know, and you really want to show them that there's indie wrestling, good indie wrestling in the area, Facebook. You know, you see this awesome flyer come across your Facebook showing live pro wrestling. Hey, this is only two towns away from me, about a 30-minute drive. Oh, it's only 12 bucks a ticket? Yeah, I'll go there. That's a lot better than paying that, you know, what is it? 160, 70, whatever it is for WWE down in St. Louis or maybe Springfield, mm-hmm. you know, in our area. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, saying about the old school, me and Dad are about to go out tomorrow and, you know, put posters out again and all that for Honor and Legacy, even though it's less than two weeks. We're just going to go out and do another round of posters and flyers. Well, and that's what you've got to do. I mean, you guys have been hyping yep. the 
RCW's been coming ba- coming back to Litchfield for Honor and Legacy for a while. Um, RCW's been traveling to some other towns since the last Litchfield date, and hopefully some of those other people that attended in other towns will make the trip to Litchfield uh, until we go to their town again. Um, because I like to think of Litchfield as home base. Okay. Um, yep, and yep, the way, that's how he says it. Home base. Uh, the thing about it is, is if you look on a map at all the towns you're running, it forms almost like a square or a diamond. Yep. And Steve even said this to your father last week. He says, I love the way that you're doing this. It's an old circuit back towards the territory days. And yeah, that's exactly how it is. It's, Yep, it's perfect. It gets a lot of guys, a lot of work in different towns, and builds a. And you know, there there's going to be other moves that RCW makes and other areas that RCW comes into in 2019, 2018. There's still towns that they're going to be coming to, probably Missouri, but 2019 is going to be a big year for RCW um, because obviously Quincy will still be rolling. Um, we'll still be doing Litchfield, but there's going to be a lot of other towns that we have looked into, uh, and I've spoke about with your father, that are going to be uh, added to the list of shows or, or added to the schedule for RCW, and that's going to be great because there's some of these towns that haven't had wrestling in a really long time that would love to see it, and I believe will do well. Um, you know, the thing is, a lot of these small towns can do well, but I believe if you do a town of about 10,000 people or more, you're doing an area where you can make some money. It's hard to go into a town of 500 people and make money. Uh, you're oh, yeah. the type of person that can do it, Brandon, but not everybody can. Uh, yep. It's, it's one of those things you got to know where your market is, and too many promoters don't. Well, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run in Boofoo, Illinois. Where the hell is Boofoo, Illinois? If your workers can't find it on a map, if your if your workers can't find it on a map, your fans sure as hell won't be able to find it on a map. And I've worked shows like that, middle of the fucking cornfield, out in the middle of nowhere. We're gonna have a wrestling show. Why? Why? Why are we not in a venue? Like that. That was my question. I was like, why? It's hot. There's hay out here. It's nasty. Why are we not in a venue? Because, you know, that's just it. I don't. I'm not opposed to outdoor shows, but outdoor shows have to be done right to where you don't have people not paying to see the product. Because then you then you have yep. an issue on your hands. And I've I've had shows like that that I've been a part of. I had a venue that I pretty much canceled the company on. Uh, because they would not let us put up barriers that were high enough to not allow somebody from standing there and watching and seeing the product for free. And he and and the promoter goes, they're not going to let us do it. And I said, pull the show. And we did. And one of the one of the good I they, I, they, I can see where you're coming from, but and one of the good things about if you get a few people that stand outside of a fence or something like that. As long as it's not a mass group, I, I, a few people, let them, you know, let them stand there and watch. Because especially for us, if we, we had an outside show last year in Gillespie, 
And if, you know, I, I don't know if there's anybody actually standing outside the fence, but if there were and they seen it and they enjoyed what they saw, well, guess what? Litchfield's only less, like a, less than 10-minute drive away, six- or seven-minute drive down the road. They see us there. These guys run in Litchfield, too. Let's go pay to watch a show there, an indoor show. You know, so it can it can work if done right. But, yeah, you don't want groups of people standing outside of the fence watching, you know, a free show on you. Right. Well, and it makes when when you get somebody that complains, it's over. I mean, if you get a fan that complains that they're watching it for free and I had to pay, it's over. You got to you got to handle it. Yeah, uh, you, you handle uh, it. You tell them they got to scoot down the road. So, yeah, because you can't you can't have customers unhappy. That's what you know. Too many people are doing in this day and age. They want to leave customers unhappy and give them a product that nobody would like. Um, and it be, it becomes one of those issues where it's like, man, there could be some great stuff out there if people would just take the advice that's been given not only on this podcast, but in books and other podcasts. Um, and, and there's There's been tons of knowledge given, okay? One of the biggest subscriptions that I have is to kayfabe commentaries and do shoot interviews and special interviews. And you can sit down and learn so much about the business just listening to somebody rave on for a couple hours of about the, how the way the business used to be and why things aren't the way they are anymore. And I'm talking guys like Bruce Pritchard. Uh, I'm talking guys like Todd Gordon. I'm talking guys that have been around the block. Um, Bruce Pritchard has a new show on the WWE Network. If you're not watching it, you need to be. Because the stuff that he's allowed to say on there will blow your mind, mind, number one. And number two, he doesn't speak anything but truth. Because you have to realize Bruce Pritchard was Vince's right-hand man for a long time. Until they had the falling out and, and Bruce left. But now he's back. And he may be back on creative, which would be an awesome thing. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you guys that Bruce Pritchard uh-huh. in the early 90s had a lot to do with what happened. He had his hands in the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. But, but he I didn't did. know that either. He did. And he was behind the scenes trying to make it all work. And, you know... It, it, he was one of the guys that was there when the industry was something that nobody ever thought it would be, okay? But then you had Raw come along in 93, and you had Nitro come along in 95, and it just, it just not only did the independence change, I'm sure, if, Brandon, if your dad was promoting, the landscape changed on him, um, and it changed, it changed on everybody. Because you went yeah. from having wrestling on a couple times a week, to now we're going to be live and it's going to be on Monday night and they're going to be head to head and holy shit. And now we got, now we got two big companies pulling workers. So it's going to be, it's going to be less workers. And there were promoters that were really scared about, you know, the impact that WCW and Vince could have back in those days. And it, it did hurt oh, yeah. the independents. It really did. It didn't hurt them as much as what it's done over the from like 2000 to now because from 2000 to now they've been pulling guys off the independents left and right 
and they've not been using them all right. I'm not going to say I, I will never say that. There's some of them that they've just yeah. thrown to the wayside, and some of them are my friends. And you know, yeah, well, same here. On the on the talk of you know landscapes changing and the, the industry, I mean, look at it now. I mean, the landscape's changing again. Heck, WWE, for instance, they're really showing they're showing everything. They're, I mean, they're they're not afraid to talk about the fact that this is you know scripted anymore. It seems like they're willing to show it all, and with the way social media is and the the live streaming and everything else, it it's really making changing things because you take one person in the crowd who can you know sit with a phone for two hours and literally live stream your entire show and you not know it, you know that that causes yeah. out of seats that people aren't you know able to that won't come because hey I can just watch my buddy you know show it on their Facebook. So, well, and that's, I mean, that's that, become a that's become a problem. That's why a lot of promotions. Uh, have put a rule out there if you're caught recording their events. I mean, let's let's look at it this way. If you guys are paying somebody $200 to come in and film the show and edit a DVD, and you've got somebody come in and film it and put it on YouTube or Facebook for free, that's a problem. Because you're having to pay yep. 200 bucks for this guy to, do, you know, and he wants exclusive right. rights to footage. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's the hard thing is it's, I mean, you can you can try to say, you know, we don't want you recording, but it, it's hard to monitor that entire situation, especially for, a, you know, a venue like Quincy. If you got five 500 people in there, you can't watch everybody at once, so you don't know who's recording. You know, it's it's really one of those, it's, it's hard to stop, but, I mean, you, you got to try to figure out a way to you know make it work, and it's uh, it's it's hard. It really is, and it's a good thing because it it does give you free exposure. Don't get me wrong; that's that's definite free exposure to people who will, you know will watch their video and say, "Hey, this this was actually really good. I want to go watch this live." But in the in the long run, if they can just watch it on YouTube, Facebook, whatever, Twitch, uh, whatever streaming platform, they will. You know, and it, it does it does hurt, but. Hopefully they see it and would rather actually come watch indie wrestling live over over that. So, well, and the, the nice thing about that is, let's say they've got a relative that's a wrestling Louisiana. You guys run in Illinois, so somebody in Louisiana is going to see you guys that wouldn't normally get to see you guys. That's great. Exactly. But that can also be accomplished by a DVD sale that would put twenty dollars in the company's pocket. Yeah. Well, even, you know. even if we, you know, just had a, a like a, a monetized YouTube channel, for instance, right. you know, we we would make money off of it, and you know, the, the people could watch the watch the product, especially with uh, Matt, who you know just jumped on board recently with his filming. You know, we definitely we're, we're building something huge in our media side right now. Oh, the product's solid. Our product is solid. Now we're really building that media to to get it out there to really show the people who can't. Are in the general area, but don't come. They can really start to see what RCW is all about. So, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's the thing. And I will be with RCW on May fifth, second. I'll be there to see the girls. I, I cannot wait to see what these two pull out of their bag of tricks. Some of the matches that I've seen already. It's it's going to be mind blowing, and 
Fantasy came on and told your dad last week. She, she, she goes, don't be surprised if some of your men wrestlers are jealous by the time Crystal and I are done in the ring. And I was like, oh, that's uh, that's good to know. It, at least it'll make them oh, yeah. step their game up, though. <laughs> oh, yep. yeah, that's for sure. I could, I could see Douglas O'Shea getting really jealous. Oh, man. <laughs> Douglas O'Shea, yeah, he's that, on a high horse right now after what happened this past show. <laughs> well, yeah, and I heard your, yeah. chest is, your chest is still recovering after the massive chops that you took, Randon, over the weekend. Oh, yeah, what happened was uh, Chaos wasn't there, and I came out with Chris Riot. So, Dad, with his bag of tricks, he put me as his tag partner. But I was glad Chaos showed up in the triple threat tag. But after the match, I gave Doug his tag title. Well, I didn't. I dropped it. And things have been kind of escalating since the Jacksonville show when, you know, his sister Destiny O'Shea flirted with me a little bit then smacked me. And then our live Facebook uh, Saturday sit-downs between Doug and I. And he just kind of had it with me. Him and uh, the Foreign Solution gave me my chops. And the first thing my dad said to me back in the locker room was, he's like, you want to be a wrestler? And that was the first thing he said when he saw my chest. So I got, <laughs> I got my ceremony I got my ceremony chopped. So that's, uh, yeah, you got true. your break in. You got your break in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, hey, Lord. I tell you, when I was, when I was in, when I was in training, um, I was, I, I was with, I started out with Windy City Wrestling. I was the suplex dummy. Okay, so those guys would throw me around every which way but loose. <laughs> I was the happiest person in the entire school when Christopher Daniels joined up because. He became the suplex dummy, and I was done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, so Christopher Daniels, who y'all, y'all see on Ring of Honor, he started. Yep. He he took over. He took over as the suplex dummy for me at Windy City. So yeah, that's that's where that's where he got that's where that's where he got his start. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I want to thank everybody that's joined us tonight, including Brandon and Drew, and I want to thank Drew for the logos, and can't wait yeah. to see the T logo. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start working on it. I think we finally got the design that I'm working for. I think we got that one wrapped up finally and approved. So as soon as, right. as, soon as I can, it'll probably be maybe tomorrow, I'm going to really start working on that TNT logo. I've got an idea, Excellent. but this one's kind of different. All right. Excellent. That's fine. Yeah, cause, uh, because we're, cause we want to relaunch our shirts and that, and uh, I want to make sure that we do them all at once. So that'll be that'll be totally awesome. So thank you, Drew. Thank you very much for that. Much appreciated. Oh, you're welcome. And I want to thank everybody that's joined us tonight: Royce Isaacs, uh, JB Brown, and everybody else that uh, has listened in tonight, including you. Yes, if you're still listening, I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. And 
I want to remind everybody that uh, we will be back next Tuesday for Tuesday Night Turmoil, right back here at 9 o'clock Central Standard Time, 10 o'clock Eastern. And we will be back here next Wednesday night with RCW in the spotlight to talk about honor and legacy. And we will be talking to brutal Bob Evans as well. So you're not going to want to miss next week right back here on Wrestling Authority Radio. I'd like to thank everybody. Steve, tell everybody what time it is. Well, you know what? You can go where you want, but you can't stay here. It's time to get out. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, Brandon.
other beginnings end.